I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the last So a lot of you who listen to this podcast know we talk all the time about a little gay mecca just down the way from me in Boston. It's very, very close just to drive away. It's queer, it's quirky, and it's always a good gay time. That's right. We're talking about Provincetown. Lee, I'm so excited. I don't know if you know this. I have a gay aunt. (laughs) I I never heard heard about your gay aunt. Tell me about gay aunt Meg. My gay aunt Meg. She used to live in B-Town for years. So I've been going to Provincetown since I was like five years old. I remember the first time I went. I went to my first drag show in P-Town when I was like 10. And it was life-changing. I mean, I don't think I'd be the gay I was today without Provincetown. If you have never been to B-Town, you definitely need to plan a trip. And there's so many opportunities to go. There's Single Women's Weekend, Girl Splash, Family Week, Carnival, and honestly, just a ton more. There's things going on all year round. One year, I accidentally stumbled upon Bear Week 
clearly not for me, but you know what? I still had a blast with all of the bears at the pool. But my favorite time I've been is all of the Memorial Day weekends, but it is the biggest lesbian takeover on the East Coast, Memorial Day weekend in P-Town. And it's Incredible. the best. Maybe we'll have to plan a Les Hangout P-Town retreat sometime. Oh my God, it'd be amazing. <laughs> but in the meantime, make sure that you sashay your way to ptowntourism.com. That's where you can find the official guide to Provincetown at ptowntourism.com. Cannot wait to see you there. Les this Week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We still have five spots left on our Trova trip to Croatia. We will be doing that in September of next year. So if you want to join, it is time to get on that. You can join at bit.ly slash Croatia. We also want to remind you in season six, we are now putting out monthly bonus episodes for all of our supporters on Patreon. We released our last one on Fire Island and our next one is going to be coming out next week on Almost Adults. So if you want to hear all of our thoughts on these and so many other things, you can join our Patreon at any level at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We also have a Yellow Jackets premiere trivia coming up on March 26th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. A bunch of you have already gotten your tickets, so we are super excited to play Yellow Jackets trivia with you all, and then we are going to watch the season two premiere together. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. That show is wild. Also, Kristen (laughs) did like a complete binge rewatch to write questions no not me. a rewatch she'd never watched it oh yet. she'd never seen it yes that was her first go through oh and she God. binged all of the episodes straight and i think she's insane because um that is a that, trip. Is, a that is a wild ride when i watched i forget what ep- which episode it was but and i don't want to spoil it for anyone but like it was an episode where something traumatic happened which like every episode oh, so something all of traumatic <laughs> happens but like specifically towards closer to the end i had nightmares like <laughs> it's i was a lot it's terrified a lot. yeah so to watch every single yeah is a lot is a lot we kelsey and i have been rewatching, and it's like i can't tell if it was worse the first time through where like everything was spooky and weird and fucked up and you didn't know what was gonna happen or the second time where everything is spooky and weird and fucked up and you do know what's mm-hmm. gonna happen and so it's like every time someone comes on screen you're like oh no <laughs> <laughs> yep it's so bad it's bad it's so bad Anyways, in the greater Les universe, there's there's good news and there's bad news. The good news is A League of Their Own hasn't been just canceled where it ended. And I guess that's something. I the guess. The bad news is, what the fuck, Amazon? Like, what the fuck? <sighs> this is- What the ser- fuck? Like, just what the fuck? What is this? I know we've said, like, if it gets canceled, we're going to riot in the streets. But, like, not to say this is worse- but this is a huge slap in the face. Yes. This is a disgusting. gigantic slap in the face. It took you like seven fucking months to take one of your top shows and give it a four episode like graceful fade out season. Like that's just it's gross. It's disgusting. On Rotten Tomatoes, A League of Their Own has a 94 percent. 94 fucking percent certified fresh yeah. from critics, 87% audience score. And I would venture to guess the 13% that's not good is just annoyed straights, which you can go fuck yourselves. Like I am, the Boston is coming out of me, but like, yeah, I am livid. Like yeah. 
People have been canceling our shows for the past, what, three years? It's insane. It's insane. And you're going to cancel, like, every single excuse you give us, it's like, I feel like we're being gaslit. Like, it's it's like, it's making me crazy. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, we didn't get enough numbers. Okay, we give you good numbers. Oh, it wasn't a great show. We give you a great show. Like, what do you want from us? Like, you just don't want to give, you just don't want to give us content. What did what so, did you say, Leon, on Les Hung Out on our Twitter? Just say you hate the gays and like get it over with. Just say you fucking hate the gays. So listen, what I will say is I think Will Graham posted that this is currently just a leak. It has not been officially announced by Amazon yet. So if anybody is out there and wants to make some noise, make some waves about this show and how amazing it is and how much more it deserves than four final episodes, now is the time to do that because I refuse to give up hope. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I'm not ready yet. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at with that news. Um, I agree. Sign better news. Give us some better news, Ellie. (laughs) Sign petitions. Go to the streets. Like, let's fucking try to get this shit to happen. Okay, better news. Everything Everywhere All at Once won seven Oscars, which is amazing because it is the first movie with a main lesbian character to win Best Picture at the Oscars. Incredible. Go, 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 Jobu (laughs) Tabaki. Although, listen, even I, you know that we love Jamie Lee Curtis with all of our hearts. Stephanie Sue should have won. No yes. offense to anybody. I'm just saying. But I also think like, okay. It would have been amazing. I'm like, we'd, we're going to have like the longest conversation in our first, in our This Week in the Lesnum. Yes. I also think like I've seen online and I sort of agree with this that like sometimes people also get the Oscar like more for their career than a particular. Oh, I know. I get it. You know it. what I mean? So it's like. I get it. Jamie Lee Curtis had such a long career that it was like Jamie Lee Curtis is like gonna get I'm it, just to saying get an Oscar. The fact that but anybody the film watched itself, that movie no, in the film itself and thinks and thinks Jamie Lee Curtis outacted Stephanie Sue, you're incorrect. She fucking killed, killed that movie. It. Killed it. Killed it. But I listen, I'm not like fucking Michelle Yeoh, best actress. Yes, Hell absolutely. Yes. Kei Kwan, fucking yes, best picture. Like all just all across the board. Great. Great. I great, watched great. one clip of Kei Kwan saying like crying he's amazing and i just love him i lost it i was so emotional i he just seems like such a great like just down to earth incredible guy he's so talented i love him so much everything that he has won he is just like blown away by and i just think it's it's really he's nice just so sweet i know he's so sweet he's so i sweet. also he just i watched adorable. indiana jones over the weekend <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it was great. But yes, so super happy that everything everywhere everything everywhere all at once is getting the recognition that it deserves. So really happy yeah. for that. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 102nd installment of Should Have Been Gay. Oh, it was fun. It was great. But it should have been. And in this week's episode, you're going to have to bear with me, Ellie, as I try to do this while I'm sick. But in this week's episode, I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. I mean, that's about <laughs> that as much was, as I can get real on this. At the bottom. That was nice. It's, <laughs> listen, we're, this is what we're rolling with tonight, okay? It's, it's hard times. I saw voice. Gavin DeGraw in concert 
but it was like the weirdest concert, but I loved it. It was like after a basketball game. Okay. I went to see the Celtics, and then for some reason they were like, and Gavin, there was a Gavin DeGraw, DeGraw is the after party. <laughs> it was so strange, nice. but I lived for it because I also was obsessed with the show. So super excited to be talking about One Tree Hill this week. And we have a very special guest. Lane Morgan is here with us. Hi, Lane. Hello. Welcome. For those of you who Thank do you. not know Lane, Lane is a TV writer, most recently has been writing for Legacies, and you might know her as the bitch who never shuts up on Twitter. And those were her words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does my I couldn't words. get through I'll, it. I'll I couldn't get that. through it with a serious face. I got to that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, hi, welcome that bitch who never shuts up on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten a lot better at shutting up lately. Good. I've gotten good, so good. much better. Honestly, Twitter is not for people who shut up though, right? Like Twitter no. is like the place to talk. No. Whenever someone's like, how do you, how are you good at Twitter? I'm like, well, that's the first step. You're not. <laughs> like, just no like, one, no it's one actually wins about, on Twitter. It's about being bad at Twitter very publicly. Yeah. That's how mm-hmm. you be good at Twitter. Okay, that's but wait, I want really to, I want to know... Because when Ellie was talking about the Gavin DeGraw concert, you were pointing at yourself. I want to know what the story is. Did you also I go also to the post saw Gavin DeGraw live. Gavin DeGraw concert. No, it was at a Six Flags. It was at Six Flags, New Does England. Does he do a regular concert ever or what? Yeah, right? Like, he, he performed at Six Flags. He, was he just, like, dicking around Massachusetts? Yeah, I guess year? so. <laughs> like, Are we're going to have someone on one day. Yeah. What part? Uh, like South Coast by Rhode Island. Oh, nice. I'm from Boston, from Dorchester. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, just, I, you know. I want a guest to, to come on and be like, oh, my God, I also saw Gavin DeGraw in concert. It was at like my friend's cousin's birthday party. Like just the most random things. Yeah. Wait, you're serious? No, no that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> but, like he would. He but would. that's the natural follow up to the stories we're hearing right now, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I saw him at a Six Flags and it was like you stood out in a field in the back of Six Flags and it was supposed to be like this big concert series they were doing, but absolutely no one showed up. There were like 10 of us. And like, so him and his, like, I have pictures with him. They like came out and hung out with us after. They were super nice, like him and his band. And so. what, <laughs> but, like, what is it with Gavin Draw being like so famous and yet not famous? And yet not. Yeah. Right. Like he, I think he's just like vibes. Like he, stra- I think he's he just, just straddles that weird line. Cause I agree. Like there was not that many people at this concert that I went to see him at either. And it was like, <laughs> well, yeah. Cause they're like, the basketball game is done. Let's go Let's home. Leave. And he's like setting up a little guitar. Like, no, I'm here. I was anyway. Here's Wonderwall. <laughs> I seriously loved it, though. I like. He is great. He's good. He's very good. His music's good. Yeah. I I legitimately want to make a running bit now where like everybody who comes on, we write an increasingly less plausible story of a Gavin DeGraw concert that they attended where they're just like, I just went to the dentist and Gavin DeGraw was playing in the waiting room. Like, just no reason, <laughs> you know. I mean, it just sounds right. But we're not here to t- talk about Gavin DeGraw, even though. He is a huge By part. Proxy. Gavin DeGraw should have been gay. Okay. <laughs> is he? No, I don't think he is. Start doing real people episodes. <laughs> that will get so chaotic so fast. This is a shout out to my little brother. <laughs> <laughs> like way too fast. That will get. Listen, we're at 102. Fast. Like if we ever run out if of movies, out I don't things, know what's next. Yeah, that, yeah. that might be where we're headed. Gavin DeGraw is next. Yeah. Starting with Diana Agron. <laughs> Sorry. That one's real. Uh, listen, yes. there's enough podcasts about that already. I think so. We don't. We don't want to step on any own. toes. At this rate, she has her own should have been yeah. gay yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right? She, she's just talking about herself. Yes, that's highly accurate. But we are here yeah. to talk about One Tree Hill. Are we ready? Oh, we are. 
Are we? Okay, I'm ready. Are we ever? Lee, can you hit us with our IMDb synopsis? What is One Tree Hill about? So for anyone like me who's never watched One Tree Hill. (gasps) No. What? Here's the... (laughs) I'm like burying the lead on this. Here is the IMDb synopsis. Half-brothers Lucas and Nathan Scott trade between kinship and rivalry, both on the basketball court and in the hearts of their friends in the small but not-so-quiet town of Tree Hill, North Carolina. Okay. That I mean, now comprises the sum total of my knowledge of the plot of One Tree Hill. So oh, my there God. You go. oh, dear. I mean, there's nine seasons, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, we can try to tell you some of it, but yeah, it is chaos. I like that. I'm, says, no, I'm excited. I'm I excited. like that it says not so quiet because, like, anything that could happen in a, honestly, not anything that could happen in a town. This is not a normal town, but like anything that could happen happens in this town. Okay, wait. Oh, here's yeah. here's actually I will I'll say I was lying. I know one additional fact. You know about the dog. I, part. Yes, that is the you one the ad- heart and the additional dog. thing yeah. I know about One Tree Hill is I know the dog ate the heart, the transplant heart. Yes. So and that didn't happen till like season one. So seven? I will believe you that anything and everything can happen in this town. I also I am going to say forgot about the dog heart. That's hilarious. Yes. I'm like having car crashes like oh yeah crazy nanny carrie yes oh my god kidnappings like the brother who wasn't the brother brothers like having exposed myself so uh abruptly because i didn't even tell ellie that i hadn't seen this coming in tonight so having exposed myself i'm gonna say i should give my gay synopsis first great Go. Because I've I've literally never seen an episode of this show. And for all of our listeners, I just want you to know, we usually do try to come in a little bit more prepped. This was like a last minute. We asked Lane to reschedule um, and I did. Ze- I did no prep. There was zero prep. So I can't even pretend. Wait, I'm not even going to be able- no prep. Like you didn't even read a Wikipedia article. Like, what do you mean? No prep. I yeah, thought it would be more literally. fun. She knew the theme song. I, yeah. I know the theme like, song. Did you watch yeah, a trailer? Yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> that's I just know the theme song. I mean, that's it. Like, because that's the theme song of the show, and everyone knew that. I mean, I did like grow up in the aughts. Like, okay, it's okay. not like I was in, just ignorant to the fact that One Tree Hill ever existed. I just never watched it. That's all. All right. So tell your gay synopsis based okay, so, off of imagination. So here's my gay synopsis <laughs> of what I imagine is going to be happening in this show. Like with all early aughts teen television, I assume the men are either forgettable lesbian replacements and most of the interactions between girls are going to be vaguely non-platonic, real heterosexual explanations, um, and that's what we're going to dive into. So there we go. That's my gay synopsis of One Tree Hill. Honestly, man, that was not risky enough. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to need you to back I'm, it up. I'm going to say, hold on. Wait, who was in this show? Wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, just like, Chad look Michael at Murray. Yeah, look at people's face. Like, I mean, Sophia Bush alone, you can make it. Sophia Bush is one of the hottest women in the Oh, that's true. Sophia about. Bush was in this. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm going to say 90% of my should have been gay arguments probably will resolve uh, revolve around Sophia Bush because why wouldn't they? Correct. Yes. Yes. You are very correct. Okay, and I'm going to say Chad Michael Murray probably is a big old lesbian in the show anyways, because when is he? Let's be real. <laughs> I have things to say about that. Okay. Yes. God bless. But I also want to tell you that I recently tweeted, there was like a tweet that was going around that was like, best performance by a straight woman as a lesbian that like made people, like it was really funny. And I was like, Sophia Bush and easy. Yes. I did not, I did not at her. 
And then like four days later, she just liked the tweet. And I was like, who sent you this? <laughs> who sent you this tweet? Somebody was like, but I also Sophia. love that she was like, aha, yes, reporting for duty. Yes. Here I go. That's okay, look. A, episode a brief- of Easy though. Oh God. That that like fulfilled so many teenage fantasies. It was wild. They were even like they even put her with a younger woman. I was like, this is a whole choice. Yes. <laughs> so have you seen okay. that episode of Easy Too, Lee? Where no, Sophia I, Bush gets with um Jacqueline T- Taboni is what's that what's her last name? I can't mm-hmm. I can't even tell you what easy is. Does that answer that question? None of us could either. Okay, and great. Then Sophia Bush. Yeah, I've um, never watched okay. another episode. Listen, the episode brief, brief foray into the IMDb page tells me that there are three at least three main like characters Correct. who are girls on this show mm-hmm. so yeah. i'm just gonna assume i will ship them all together and i'll be happy for the night i'm good you're Correct. you're all gonna walk me through this and i thought it would be more fun given the hat that i had almost no time to prep and have been sick all day i was like i could i could try to watch some videos but i'm not going to i'm gonna let you hand hold me through one tree hill and we're all gonna have a good time oh man i'm in i'm so let's do it Great. so lane what is your gay synopsis for one tree hill as someone who has seen it as someone who has seen it oh wow well, wow just throwing sorry, judgments and, and accusations around. <laughs> not only have i seen it but i once used to like run like sophia bush fan pages when i was like 13. oh my god so it was i, I never never, never forget on al gore's oh, internet no. oh no it's it was like we need a way back machine someone hit us with a way back machine but i just remember being in middle school and my mom being like lane um you like this woman a lot. <laughs> okay. I was like, well, she's a very good person. <laughs> I know I'm derailing your story a little bit, but I just want you to know that um, my, my the the girl I was best friends with in high school we've we've had her as a, a guest on the podcast before too. But she recently discovered uh, and found like the archived pages of our high school forum board. Amazing, amazing. And you can still dig through many, many forum posts from like our like sophomore, junior year of high school. And I'm just going to tell you, you don't want to find those pages. You don't. There, no, nothing good comes from reading stuff that you wrote at 15. OK, I will promise you. Wait, it's not. You know what's worse? It's not good. For my college graduation, my grandmother printed me out all of the emails. Oh, no. That I had ever sent to her. No. (laughs) For some reason, when I was 14, I was emailing my grandmother about my high school love life. Why? With boys. All the boys you were dating. With all the safe, absolutely inoffensive boys that you were dating. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like 22. and, And I'm looking at these emails. At my college graduation, I'm like, why did I ever put this in writing to my grandmother? Dear Nana, Bobby wanted to kiss me today. Ew. Literally, I think (laughs) what what I said was like, I'm sort of dating this boy and he's pretty hot if I do say so myself. Oh my God. Why would I say that to my grandmother? (laughs) Don't worry, Graham. I'm dating a hot boy. Like I, why? Don't worry. He's hot. Why would I say that? He's a so boy and an attractive one. Um, so I promise. No, I, for no reason. This seems important for me to aggressively tell you. I still have those emails just because I think they're so comical. Like they're just like, um, in my room. Incredible and, I just look and at them also every once savage. In a while. Savage of your grandmother. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, grandma. <laughs> like I think she was trying to be like. Oh, She's like, oh, you're graduating. Let's humble you a bit. Yeah, you know? like, I think she was trying to be like, oh, how sweet our relationship was. Like, remember when like. 
you used to talk to me all the time. I'm like, oh, God, no, Graham. Nope. But yeah. Just a no. So anyway, so, so the Sophia Bush okay, fan so pages. Sophia Bush fan page. Hell will yeah. live on in memory only. Fair enough. Okay. It's Yeah, unfortunately. I did uh, go to the like One Tree Hill charity event in North Carolina when I was in high school. It was a fucking blast. Wait, um, so the cast was there for that? They were, yeah. So you met them all? I met a large chunk of them, yes. But did you come with printouts of the Sophia Bush pages that you had created? Uh, no. Ellie's <laughs> Nana could have hooked you up with some printer With pages, a printer? Is all I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, she's clearly had a good printer. <laughs> like, I can't print more than two things without a printer not working, yeah. so yeah, good yeah. for her. Yeah. Well, two pages uh, eats up, I think, most ink cartridges in a, a standard <laughs> printer in the year 2023, so, you know. The most millennial conversation I've ever had. <laughs> Anyways, the plot of One Tree Hill. There are two brothers. Yeah. Gay synopsis. There are two brothers, Lucas and Nathan. Nathan minds his own business and is a good person. True. That's why Lucas is a pain in my damn ass. And all the girls fight over Lucas. And in reality, they should be dating. Mm -hmm. And so Peyton and Brooke are best friends who fight over Lucas from minute fucking one. And it's the most sexually charged thing I've ever seen. And then Haley and Nathan get married very early on in high school. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, God, no. (laughs) And they have what is, in my opinion, the only acceptable heterosexual relationship on television. Even though they got married married in high school. At 17. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But even still... Haley and Brooke are roommates for like a large chunk of the show. And I ship that. And I think that I like when Haley and Peyton have things in the early season. So even though it's like Brooke and Peyton's relationship is like the core should have been gay dynamic of Winter Hill. There's not a single female character at Winter Hill that I'm not a little bit like, you could date, you could kiss. <laughs> yep. And then there's Rachel Gatina shows up and that's Brooke's like fiery frenemy. And obviously that's weirdly charged. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's all weirdly charged. And it's basically girls fight over the most irritating white man you've ever met. Mm-hmm. And the entire time you're just like, hear me out, kiss anyone else. Yeah. Kiss each other, kiss just someone else entirely, just not this man. Kiss like this large rock over here. Yeah, sure. Uh, any, anything. Man. Kiss well, yourself. Okay, and I now, don't care. Now help me out because I again have never watched an episode but i mean i did exist and have a television during the years that this aired so like and is, yes. is peyton the one who was in flannels a lot yes yes okay got it got it got it I'm, just, I'm trying to like place these all in my in my you know brain space of the few yeah. snippets of memories yep. i'm gonna be working with i also here. tweeted i tweeted at one point that like there was like a hillary like someone was like what's a fictional character that should have been a lesbian and i was like peyton sawyer and Hillary Burton also was like, like agree. And I was yeah. like, I love that the One Tree Hill cast just stalks lesbians on Twitter and is like, like yes, yes, yeah. Yes. They have <laughs> alerts for themselves and the word lesbian <laughs> next to each other. And they're like, ah, yes. Yeah. What does it what does it tell you that like <laughs> I I never watched this show? All I remember is like I must have seen like trailers for it every week when I was watching like Gilmore Girls or like whatever I was watching at the time. And I I do remember there being a character who was in a a well like a Peyton's disarming amount of flannel was supposed to be like she's like an edgy music girl like oh, she yeah, likes sure. the music that like so gay. like like it was pre-spotify. She had so many Ramones t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had so many yes. Ramones t-shirts. Yeah. And then I had so many Ramones t-shirts because Peyton did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Sure, sure, sure. Sure. Accurate. Makes sense. Brooke was my favorite, but high school Lane fully was like, what if I dress like Peyton Sawyer? Brooke was the best. And I was Brooke is one of the best characters on television ever. Uh, oh, ever. hands down. Hands down. Hands okay, down. so my gay synopsis is a bit shorter. It is just hoes before bros. That's it. True. And you don't understand that, please, you don't watch the show. But hoes before bros is like what Peyton and Brooke say to each other constantly, which is Got hilarious it. because they constantly put bros over hoes. They do. It's like hoes over bros is their thing. My favorite is in the prom episode where she goes, hoes over bros. And I think Peyton goes, hoes over psychos. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a psycho who locks in I, the they get, I also love together. So I really love how you're trying to gatekeep the phrase hoes over bros. And your explanation of it is just they say it to each other a lot. Like it's not it's a it's an obvious sentence, Ellie. I can I can make no, out what's but happening it's here. Much more specific no, it's like, to one tree like hill. Their it's thing. like their thing. Yeah. Like, I get constantly. it. I get it. And then Brooke makes a clothing brand, and Brooke's clothing brand is called Clothes, Clothes Over, Bros. Over Bros. Like, literally everything is Over Bros for Brooke. I have a coffee mug. Like, everything. <laughs> everything for Brooke is this Over Bros. Yes. Because it's just, like, her whole arc is about her, like, choosing Brooke Over Boys. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, okay, you can choose Brooke Over Boys, but also, like, maybe choose another woman also. Is it Rachel who comes up with the Brooke Yourself thing? Yes, Brooke Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Is she's this like, like you're looking very shamed today? It feels like similar vibes. No, it literally, she's like, I walked in on her brooking herself. Everyone, you can't see the uh, quotation mark. The air, the air quotes, quotes. But, but we all understand. It's like, it literally means like, get yourself off, go brook yourself. Yep. Because brook does not need a man. Just does herself. Does not need a man. Well, sure. It sounds very heterosexual so far. I've got to tell you. No. I'm just, I'm blown away by Peyton, the I feel like is the most clear, co- straight vibes I'm coded. Like her character itself is like very queer coded. Just like, like you said, like the flannels and, and everything else and like her music taste. But Brooke yeah. like acts the most queer. Correct. Like her actions are just super fucking gay. Okay. Like, yeah. this well, place. here's part of the problem. Peyton and Lucas are the same fucking character. Mm. And so every argument for why Brooke and Lucas should date is actually just an argument for why Brooke and Peyton should date. So and every argument for why Peyton and Lucas should date doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> you're like, these are this, we're kindred spirits. We're the same. And I'm like, that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they both are the worst characters. The two of them are the worst characters in the entire show. And they were like, let's just throw them together. And then let's and get like, rid I of them. Peyton. And then let's take them yes. completely out of the show because nobody cares about them. And then there's like four seasons that are just Brooke. <laughs> Isn't it's it? Brooke brooking herself. Is yeah. it? Or it's like three It's like Brooke seasons, and Haley. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Peyton sucks because of Lucas. And then when she's not with Lucas, you're like, oh, that's right. I like this bitch. Yes. Oh, because Lucas sucks. All right. So we've sort of talked about our experiences. Lee, you've never seen it. Listen, we haven't done a should have been gay I've never seen in a long time. I'm excited for I'm, this. I'm impressed. So, Lane, you sort of talked about your experience, but what, like, how would you encompass your relationship with One Tree Hill? Yeah, paint us a word picture of, of your life in the, the early to late aughts, you know, just where did One Tree Hill fit in? Wow. It was a really big part of my life, actually. I um was a big into TV and I was watching a lot of Buffy and Charmed and Smallville and all that. And I think One Tree Hill was really my first step into like sort of teen drama in like a big way. 
So I started watching that a lot. I grew up watching soap operas. And I think, I think One Tree Hill really has that like soapy camp of like, it's not camp. It's completely earnest, but the shit that happens is so out of control. So I loved it. I don't even remember how or why I started watching it. I just did. And I had an older sister who we were not super close, but that was also like, that was like the one thing that we shared. So we were always talking about it and made me feel very grown up. So I watched a lot of, a lot of One Tree Hill in high school and it was a very heterosexual experience because I was very heterosexual and I was just obsessed with Sophia Bush and it started being very like, like I was like the big love triangle was Brooke and Lucas or Brooke and Peyton. And I was like, well, obviously I want it to be Brooke and Lucas because I want Sophia Bush to win, but it wasn't really because I wanted her to be with Lucas. But I also like would watch just Brooke and Peyton compilations of their scenes together. Cause I was, I was like, those are my favorite, like all the friends. <laughs> that makes um, sense. So that was a mess. Sure, yeah. Sure. And then I feel like, I feel like Haley and Nathan have this sort of, like, I know most queer people like enjoy their relationship because it's like so good. And Nathan is like such a little trash boy and he figures out his shit and he's just so good. And so I think there was a lot of like, you know, when like you'll do the like lesbian, I'm projecting myself onto this male character, like thing. I think they had that going for them. But yeah, I just, I got really into it and I was like really active in the forums and like always fighting over fucking Brucus or Brayton or I mean, Layton, whatever. Uh, I made a bunch of like YouTube fan videos. I was really into that. And then my room, my bedroom had, you know, there's like a quote from Untree Hill about how there are like 6 billion souls in the world. And sometimes all you need is one. I can probably still recite it. I'm not going to try. Um, I had it all written around my bedroom ceiling. Wow. It was, I had like a whole wall of like couple edits, like all over my room from all different shows, but it was like 90% One Tree Hill. And looking back, it was also like 90% an excuse for Sophia me to put Bush, Sophia yeah. Bush. Sure. <laughs> Sophia Bush sure, all over sure. my wall and call it heterosexual. So yeah, it was, it was a really big part of my life. And then I, I went on to Wilmington and like toured the set and met the cast. And that was really cool. And I think now I am gay <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> and it was interesting because most of the shows i watched after that i experienced through the lens of like queer fandom montreal i did not there was no queer fandom like i i only experienced it through the lens of straight fandom and so it was really interesting when i realized i was queer after sort of looking back and being like oh my experience of this show was so gay and just not really having the words for that when yeah. i was 14 so that was that was really fun. And I've, I've met people now who are a little bit younger than me who are always like, oh, I really shipped Brooke and Peyton. And I was like, yeah, I didn't because I didn't know that was the thing you could do until Quinn and Rachel existed. Yeah. Like, I yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah. That happened later. But now that I've rewatched it as a grown up, I'm like, oh, my God, I have mistakes were made. Brooke and Peyton <laughs> walked so Quinn and Rachel could run. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so Brooke and Peyton, that was Brooke and Peyton wrestled on a front, on a front lawn. On a front lawn. <laughs> so that. <laughs> Quinn and Rachel. So that Rachel Berry could give Quinn for Bray her nose or vice versa, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> that scene is permanently in my mind. Well, this gets better because so, and this is technically a conversation for later when we talk about my life, but I'm, I'm pitching a show and the way that I keep selling the show is like, it's One Tree Hill, but I want to make One Tree Hill in 2023. Like, I just want, like, the soapiest bullshit ever. Yes. Um, and very, very intentionally, the lead character is just 
lesbian Latina Lucas Scott. (laughs) She's like obsessed with music and she's super broody and she's really fucking annoying. And I love her. (laughs) And I'm always just like lesbians annoying 2023. Yes. I want her to just be so irritating. Please. We deserve She's like, I just listen to Arcade Fire alone on the bus. And I'm like, (laughs) of course you do. Let me hate a lesbian on TV, please. And That's she's my baby. Equality. She's going to be great. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's extra funny because I made each of the lead characters because the show's set in 2012. So I made each of the lead characters their own 2012 playlist because they have like very different personalities. And one of them, her name's Ellie, actually. Uh, nice. Her, yeah, her playlist has I Feel Pretty Unpretty on it. And yes. she's the one who's closeted. So it's it's extra. Yes. Like, it's really going It's a deep it. cut. We're going. It's got it's layers. Deep, yeah. It's got nice. Easter eggs. Amazing. Really but yeah, Danny, Danny is my through. lesbian Latina Lucas Scott. And I just, I everything I do, I'm like, it's just One Tree Hill with lesbians. Okay. But. In the apocalypse. Also, that I'm just awesome a little offended. I'm a little offended, Ellie, that you're going to sit here and say, like, let us hate a lesbian uh, on TV in 2023. As though, like, 50% of the characters on the l word never existed like how dare you <laughs> like i'm sorry like you're right, jenny you're right. never existed like don denbo and her lover cindy never oh, walked I the earth i love don okay? denbo and her lover I, cindy i mean i do too but also because she's the fucking worst come on yeah she's the worst and you love her yes but yes i'm very excited for the possibility of that show that is my that is my long story of how one tree hill Excellent. has shaped Honestly, my entire life <laughs> so so important so necessary for me, my experience was pretty similar. I didn't go to see the set or anything, but like I have seen every single episode of One Tree Hill. I pretty much watched it like as it came out every single week. Oh, yeah. Like me and my sister watched it together too. We're closer in age, like we're only a year apart, but like it was our show. And so we would constantly watch, like we would watch it. We would like talk to each other about how crazy it was. And I think, too, I mean, it it was pretty similar for me in terms of, like, watching it as a quote-unquote straight person. Like, I agree. Like, I didn't really even think about Brooke and Peyton together, like, until we started talking about this should have been gay even. Because, like, I have watched this show so long ago. It's a sleeper agent gay show. Yes. It is. Like, so long ago that, like, it was not a concept in my mind. We should start a hotline. Like, did you watch Run Tree Hill and you're gay now? Yeah. Call us here. <laughs> but like, when I... I wouldn't make... I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> you, you may be owed reparations. You know, like, it's just... And it's just Sophia Bush liking all your tweets. Yes. But yeah, I like love the show. I like ate it up. Yeah. Even like, that's the thing. I watched every season and like the seasons got progressively worse and I still watch them. Like They got progressively worse and then better. better. There were like a couple that were good toward the end. But... Yeah, it was chaos. And I think I was also Team Brooke. But I think it is just because Sophia Bush is Sophia Bush. <laughs> like, you're just like, you're like, I think I realize a little bit. I mean, it wasn't the stellar writing. <laughs> yeah, like, I think I realized a little bit more, maybe as I got slightly older, that, like, I just thought Sophia Bush was hot. And I'm like, Lucas, you're an idiot. <laughs> but, but... And Brooke's character was so much better. She's so much better. No, it's not just because she's hot. She's a significantly better character. Yeah. Well, she she's didn't a marry a dude character. in high school, so there's that. Hey, you leave Haley alone. Yeah, and Haley's minding her own. But business. I agree. Like, oh, oh my god. Also, another part part of my experience with Montreal. You know the song "When the Stars Go Blue." Oh yeah, Tyler. I Cullen sang and that Joyless. song with one of my best friends at the high school talent show. 
<laughs> and we came in second place. Ooh, not not first. first, which I am still mad about. No, what what but... was first place, Ellie? What was first place? I know you they know. They said Gavin on. DeGraw. It was I... Kevin DeGraw. Gavin DeGraw. Kevin DeGraw. It was a cancer. Oh, my God. It was Gavin DeGraw himself. Gavin DeGraw performing your high school talent No, it show. was this kid named Kevin who wrote his own original rap. Fine, Kevin. Fine. What is this? Mean Girls? Unacceptable. Come on, Kevin. I played the guitar and we sang the harmonies perfectly, but it's okay. I'm not bitter. But I'm just excited to dive into how gay this show is because we could talk about experience forever. So we've already sort of gotten there, but which characters should have been gay? All of them. (laughs) All of them. Because if the boys had been gay, then we wouldn't have had to deal with any of this. And if the girls had been gay, then that would have been better. Mm -hmm. So what? But also Brooke and Peyton. (laughs) Every single one. Mostly just Brooke. Mostly Brooke. So I feel like the the common answer is Peyton because everybody's like Peyton's lesbian coded, which I get. mm -hmm. But I think the show would have been better if Brooke was (laughs) gay. Yes. That's my pick. So what to you is gay about Brooke? I mean, I feel like what's gay about Brooke is what's gay what what gay people love about the like bitch in heels repressed lesbian trope it's it's like i know that people are always like oh the broody one in the flannels that's the lesbian and i'm always like no 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 i want it girl lesbian like i want the one who's like everything has to be so perfect and then underneath it all she's just like terrified of the fact she's gay but i also feel like if brooke had been gay it would have been like a pan or a bi thing she has like a very good She's very empathetic and compassionate sort of under all of her bullshit. And I could could really see her having this sort of like people are people and just doing that sort of very fluid interpretation of like pansexuality that feels very brick to me. But she's, I, I, I think whenever there's a character that's like, I'm repressing all my insecurities and I'm being mean and I'm being slutty and I'm being this. I'm always like, yeah, that's that one's gay. (laughs) Well, yeah, because yeah. Lee, like Brooke's basic Brooke's storyline from the beginning is right. She's like the promiscuous girl at school, quote unquote, which sure, Sophia Bush sure, sure. always got pigeonholed into. But the amazing thing about Sophia Bush is that like she can act her fucking way out of anything. So she starts like promiscuous. She's does she start dating Lucas in the first season? She does. Yes. There's a minute where she's in one of the first episodes, she's sitting in Lucas's car shirtless yes. or like in her underwear and i think she has mittens on or something <laughs> and she retells peyton the story and peyton goes hold on so you're a slut you're a mittens <laughs> favorite line is just her being like focus amazing <laughs> you're a slut you're in the car what's, what's going happening? on yes yeah, so she starts <laughs> in like exact dialogue incredible you can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything you might shop while working eating or even listening to this podcast And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. 
That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. She starts dating Lucas. Also, we find out in season one that she had also slept with Pey- Peyton is with Nathan. Brooke is with Lucas. We find out that Brooke also slept with her best friend's boyfriend, Nathan. There's like a whole video that comes out. But you don't find that out until like season two or three. that comes out a while later. But there's a sex tape. There's a sex tape. There's everything. This show has everything. And Haley's, I'm pretty sure Haley's pregnant when it drops. Because then Haley fights her pregnant. (laughs) Or no, Rachel, someone slaps Rachel because Haley's pregnant. (laughs) Listen, if I laugh, I'm going to devolve into coughing. So I'm trying so hard to keep this in. And this is wild. This is wild. Chaos. But like her entire arc, right, is that like she's promiscuous. She she falls in love with Lucas. And then Lucas breaks her heart because he is also sleeping with her best friend, Peyton. So we deal with like this stupid love triangle the whole time. And it also has that that like early ops punish the hot girl thing where it's like Brooke and him are great together but it's like obviously he was always going to be with Peyton because Brooke is devious and bitchy and whatever and I'm like to be fair Peyton's also kind of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) yes and yeah and they act like oh like all Brooke has going for is that she's hot and slutty but then like her entire character arc is that like she's actually super intelligent she starts her own business business like is a fucking ceo she, she's so she's nice she's, she's actually a very good person compassionate. you find out that peyton's mom died and that's like one of the like things that's like broody about her and you find out that brooke after peyton's mom died they were best friends before all this all the boys came into the picture which also gay like they're best friends forever uh-huh. and then they start fighting over the same men displacement sure when Peyton's mom died, Brooke was there every single day with her. Every single day. So a doting girlfriend, I got yes. you. Okay. <laughs> doting girlfriend. Got kind, it. Got com- it. Kind, compassionate friend. Like, brilliant. Like, kind. And also, like, when Peyton basically, like, t- steals her boyfriend, like, at a certain point, she's also like, I forgive you. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The number of times that Brooke is just like, She's okay. so selfless. <laughs> Like, she's just like, I love, but that also is a gay point, right? She. Yes. It's like, I love my best friend so much. No matter how many times she fucks me over. I'm obsessed with her. She can do no wrong for straight reasons only. For straight reasons only. Sure. 
They do have a fist fight on the front, on the front lawn. <laughs> what season well, do they fight on the Sometimes emotions run high when you're repressing a lot of feelings, okay? <laughs> they definitely have, like, their ups and downs. Brooke shows up at Peyton's house, and, like, Peyton has put all of her stuff outside. And it's like, Brooke starts throwing the stuff that's outside at the house. And then they literally are, like, rolling then around. They wrestle and wrestle in the front yard. The front yard. It's so homoerotic. It is wild. And then Brooke writes whore on Peyton's dress, right? Is it mm-hmm. whore that she writes on the dress? Yeah. In, like, bl- in, like, invisible ink so that... So or does but does Peyton do it to Brooke? I don't it, even remember. So you weren't matter, you weren't but... kidding about the Brooke and Peyton walk so Quinn and Rachel could run, huh? Because oh, no, of, yeah, I'm yes. getting like very similar yes. vibes here, you know, of like in, in the, the way... toughest times in our life, I will be there for you. It was then that I carried you. But also the rest of the time I'm like, wow, boo, slut, what's wrong with you? Um, okay, sure. Yes, except they st- it was like they started as best friends. Sure. Then they broke up. Then they fucking hated each other. Okay, well, then there was listen, sexual tension for three Lane, years. I'm sure I don't need to tell <laughs> you. In, in many fan in fiction, so did summer. Quinn and Rachel, right? I mean, come on. True, sure. true. I just mean, like, the only difference is... It's not like enemies not to lovers. enemies yeah. to lovers. It's like friends to enemies to lovers. An arc we all know and love and respect. It is also the arc of my pilot that has not existed yet. <laughs> Just like Montreal, the friends. The, there's a reason for that. The friends to enemies to lovers pipeline is so gay, especially Correct. because they're friends in their prepubescent years, right? And then once it's like, oh, we should probably like boys. Like they also like are super gay about it in the fact that it's like, what boy should I like? Oh, uh, how about the one my friend likes? Like you know what I mean? It's like there's no reason. Yeah. For either of them to be in love with Lucas. And that way I can hate her because she's dating the boy I like and not because I want to be because that Because I want to be with her. Yeah. Sure. Or mm-hmm. with that boy. Yeah. Yes. And like. <laughs> that way I can keep trying to break them up and be mad when I don't succeed. But for no reason other than straight ones. Yes. And yeah. I okay. also feel like there's like Peyton. Her whole storyline too is like Lucas is in love with Peyton from the beginning. It's like this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then she could give two shits about him. She's an asshole. She literally is like, I do not care about this man. Wait, to which of the men at this point are we talking so, about? So Lucas. Okay, got so it. So at the beginning, Peyton is dating Nathan, who's sure. like the captain of the basketball team. And he's team, a jerk. And he's an asshole. And like, he's just a horrible like boyfriend. He's like a, just a shitty teenage boy who like is hot. So like he gets whatever he wants. And he's horrible. And Lucas is his less hot, which is also its own thing. <laughs> In quotes. Weird brother from another mother. Like, literally, They're they have half, the same dad. Half, yeah, moms. siblings. And, like, Nathan is rich and an athlete. And Lucas is broody and lives with his mom. And he's got humble beginnings. He wears a whatever. lot of waffle like, knits, as far as I recall. Yeah, okay, And he's, sure. like, significantly hotter than Nathan by CW standards, which I think is insane. I personally think Nathan's hotter. But, like, when you watch it, you're like, okay. We're gonna. We're supposed to be convinced this kid's like a loser, and it, yeah, it's, and it's so Chad bizarre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they like convince him to play basketball, and then he's like, "I'm gonna stop quoting Shakespeare and play basketball." And then all the girls are like, "Oh my god, we're in love with Lucas!" Yeah, 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 and he's yeah. like, "I, you all just saw me for the first time today." So, and so then, he gets Princess Diaried, is what? Sure, okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then he's obsessed with Peyton. He takes his hat and, off, and he's got beautiful hair. Okay, sure. Yep. And yeah, he's obsessed with Peyton. 
but she could care less about him. Then he starts dating Brooke, and that's when Peyton's like, oh, light bulb, I want Lucas. And it's like, yeah, really? Now that your friend that you're in love with is dating him, you want him? It's like textbook displacement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tale and, as old as time. And it happens time. over and over. Like, they recycle this shit for, like, every season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Over and over. It never ends. It's like six straight seasons of Love Triangle. Even when they finally decide Brooke is done with this and she's never going back to Lucas, they have Lucas leave and come back with a fiance and then they make Peyton and that woman hate mm-hmm. each other. Yes. Listen, the early, the early odds had one plot point and it was Love Triangle. And that's and, we're all in love with Michael was, Murray. And no one was. There was nothing else Michael going on. Okay. We had one thing and that's what it was. It was yep. Love Triangles all the way. Think about every show of that era. Love Triangle. Buffy, Love Triangle. Buffy and Angel and Spike. Oh my God, Love Triangle. Mm-hmm, Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Like Love Triangles as far as the eye can see, right? Like which of the boys that Rory's dating and which of the men that Lorelai's date. Just Love Triangles. Ever. That's all we had. Everything was a Love Triangle. To be fair, I love it. I ate that shit up. Yeah. But yeah, so that's... But when me, you have three girls in a show and you won't give us the, the gay Love Triangle, the gay like, love what triangle between the three it's of them. It's a hate crime. It's a hate yeah. crime. I agree. <laughs> But the beginning, the beginning is like them hating each other. I think like they're even more gay towards the end, right? Because like there is a point where I think Peyton like decides to go to L.A. for like this music program or something, right? And Brooke goes with her. Like they literally, like she's like, oh, I'll come. And they spend the summer living together in L.A. And we never hear what happened. It's like when when Diana Agron and I Rivera went to Paris and we just never talked about it. <laughs> Nope. Sorry, I keep bringing it back to me. That's where my brain is. It's accurate. It's exactly the same. I actually wrote down this quote because this is what Peyton says to Brooke on Peyton's wedding day. So Peyton is getting married (laughs) to Lucas. And she has a whole conversation with Brooke when she says... Wait, Peyton and Lucas get married? Peyton and Lucas get married. In high school, out of high school. Out of high school. Okay, great. A lot more grown. Okay, so what's the quote? So the quote is, when I think of everyone else out there in the world that goes through their life alone, and then I think of all the amazing years I've got to spend with my beautiful, beautiful best friend, Brooke Davis, I kind of feel sorry for everybody else. Really? Wow. Yeah. Do you, what's the one where they're sitting on the roof of Brooke's house, and this is like later seasons, and she says something, and she's like, Peyton, I want to have a baby. And Brooke, Peyton goes with me. <laughs> like, they are in love. And like Peyton is literally like Serious. it's a fully conceivable yes. that Brooke would want to have a baby with her, and Brooke's like, like ten thousand percent serious. Well, and even when Peyton is pregnant with her baby with Lucas, she basically says like, "If I die, I want you to raise it, Brooke." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but if you die, Lucas is still alive. <laughs> and she's like, no, but you're raising my baby. She's like, no, Lucas would off himself. <laughs> you're you're raising the baby. Like you, Brooke. Oh, oh God. Man. Yeah, they are so. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, do you remember Brooke? Brooke is super successful in New York. She started her clothing line. Yeah. Peyton calls her, and is like, <laughs> "Are you happy?" <laughs> like what? What does that sound like to you, Lee? Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean. Are you looking for something specific? No, I'm just saying, like, does that sound straight to you? None of this sounds straight to me. 
And no, nothing does, yet has sounded straight. Not even that these two kids got married in high school. That we just, will talk no. about Haley and Ethan because that that we'll that because they're my favorite. Is it bad that like I mean again I've never seen the show so like when you tell me oh these two kids got married and they were like seventeen and I'm like okay so this is like bearding up. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> well, also, just, Haley like, was a virgin before she. She's a virgin before she started dating Nathan, and she has only slept with Nathan. Did she? Did she sleep? Maybe she slept with that guy on tour. I don't remember if she slept with Tyler Hilton. Yeah. I don't remember what his but name was. Haley I just know only slept with two men in her entire life. Also, just for just for the sake of pointing this out to Lee, unrelated, there is a there is an episode because all the episodes are titled after song lyrics. There is an episode called "I Slept from, with Someone from Fall Out Boy" and all I got was a stupid song written about me because Pete Wentz guest stars in Peyton Sleep. So amazing, <laughs> amazing. There is nothing dikier for the record than sleeping, sleeping with, with Pete Wentz. I I also feel like there's nothing gayer than titling all of your things after song lyrics. It's like very like Ao3 fanfic. fanfic. Yeah, like then there's even a scene where they're all apply all the girls are applying eyeliner in the mirror, and Pete Wentz is also doing it, and he and Peyton sleep. Nice, nice. That is so queer. It's ridiculous. Get yourself a girl you can do your makeup with. I hear you loud and clear. One Hill. Speaking of Peyton, there's also an entire arc where Anna comes to school, and Anna's bisexual, and that's super insane because it's 28. 2008 mm-hmm. or whatever and everybody makes fun of Anna or whatever and Peyton takes it very personally for some reason and wears a t-shirt that says dyke to school wait that sorry is- sorry <laughs> another character is gay this is wow this someone's, really is Rachel no, spray Rachel, paints dyke uh, on Anna's locker sorry no, not Rachel Quinn for no, Bray some, Quinn for no. Bray um, Diana yes. Agron vibes okay yes. so wait wait another girl comes to school someone no, else no. was homophobic to someone else no, okay. somebody and she took it so paint. personally no somebody spray painted dyke on Peyton's locker on Peyton's because locker because right. She's friends she's, with Anna. No, she's not just friends with Anna. Anna kisses her. Right. And her brother walks in on them kissing. Okay. Okay. And then her Anna's brother. Anna's, Anna's brother, brother. And then Anna's brother is like, oh, like Peyton took advantage of you. Even lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> and so her response to that is to come to school. Her in response a dyke is shirt. to reclaim the word dyke. Even though she's the straight even one. Though she's, even though the In defense of Anna, her game. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I feel sorry. I'm Googling the photo, right, of Peyton in the Dyke shirt. And all I'm seeing in my head is Diana Agron in the lesbian shirt. And and I I feel like I want to do one of those memes where I'm like, they're the same photo, your honor. Like, there's (laughs) there. Honestly, you should. There it is. But the whole. That's the title card for this episode. (laughs) There's the same picture. Um, The whole storyline with them is that, like, Anna misread the signals. And I'm like, girl. (laughs) <laughs> she, she did not she read them super accurately it is not confusing like she definitely you were giving her signals to kiss you and then you, you wear Ramones t-shirts like and then she's like I'm so Just sorry I don't feel that way about Ramones, you sure, as they you spent know. the whole as they spent the whole season becoming best friends you become best friends with the gay girl they become best friends because Peyton has broken up with Brooke. <laughs> and she's like, I'll take that. She's like, I'm missing my other bi friend. Let yeah. me have this other bisexual. Peyton and her small army of bisexuals. And she's like, I'm so surprised she kissed me, but I also will wear a, a shirt that says Dyke. Makes no sense. That that storyline was so comical. Yep. And, and then, like, they do try to make it, like, 
Anna's like re Anna comes out and like everything's fine. And then immediately, what do they do to the bisexual character? They send her away. They're like, all right. I, I, it's listen, this was what, 2006. I legit was <laughs> yeah. waiting for you to be like, she gets hit by a bus. She's, and she's dies. not dead. She's not dead. Okay, great. But she a happy ending for us all. Okay. They were like, oh, she, yeah, she comes out. Cause the whole thing was that like Anna had rumors about her from her last school. And so people like felt weird around her because she had rumors about being right. with a girl. And then Peyton hears mm-hmm. those rumors and it's like, let me be friends. Let's with be her. best friends. Yeah. She's like, I don't care what people think. Let's be best friends. Yeah. Also, can we just talk about Hillary Burton in general? Like, Damn I know it. we're talking about Sophia Bush, but like she's amazing. Hillary no, Burton. I young me did not appreciate Hillary mm-hmm. Burton. Grown-up me is like, bitch, go off. Also, now she her and Jeffrey D. Morgan are doing this like salt and pepper thing, and they're like, they're both just so beautiful mm-hmm. and everything she posts. I'm like, oh, yes, yes, yes. yes also, because yes, yes. I think um, what's, her, what's her name? Candace Cameron Burr. Oh, I did see that. Started yes. a new Hallmark that's supposed to be like the straight Hallmark because Hallmark's too gay now. Yeah, and Hillary Burton was like. Yeah, Hillary Burton was like, bitch. Like shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Hillary Burton and Sophia Bush, both huge allies slash like. But also, okay, Hillary Burton and Jeffrey D. Morgan own like a, a liquor company. They own like a, a whiskey company. And that's also so sexy of them. Mm-hmm. Like every, everything, everything they, they do, do, I'm just like, I love you. Yes. I love you. Their kids are adorable. Their life is adorable. They're just, they're everything to me. I agree. I think they're great. I agree. <laughs> okay, so that's that's Brick and Peyton in a nutshell. Is there anything else about Brick and Peyton that is super gay? I mean, everything. I am sh- I'm sure I'll randomly think of some shit as we go. Oh, the but, fact uh, that Brooke starts a clothing company called Clothes Over Bros. <laughs> I mean, that's Her gay. entire brand is like no men. And, <laughs> and Brooke, like Brooke's love life is gay. She also tries to do the like, I'm going to be a single woman adopting a baby thing, which... I mean, I think more single women should do, but it's also an incredibly gay story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> incredibly gay storyline. I want to have a family, just not with a man. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And then at some point she like adopts a teenager and that's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all just. But she she's an incredible character. And then she starts dating Julian and their whole storyline is like, oh, I just like can never really open myself up. Yeah, she's super broody now. Yeah, like, she's like, I got burned by Lucas, so, like, I never want to date a man And I'm like, excuses? No offense to Julian, who I think is lovely. He's a very, like, soft, twinky character. (laughs) He's very, very like, soft angel sweater boy, and he's very pretty. And he's just like, all right, Brooke. (laughs) She dates, like, a lot of, like, like, hunky men, and then she dates this, like, beautiful Hollister model that he is, Listen, and I'm just like... I am, I am Googling all of these people as we continue down the the just labyrinth of characters on the show. Because right before him, um, that, she that did is Owen, a gay, and Owen that was is a gay beefy. Guy. That is a gay man. Oh, Owen, yes. Owen was beefy. But the thing, uh, Stephen Coletti was also pretty. Yes, I forgot she dated Stephen fucking Coletti. But when I say gay, I don't mean like I'm a feminine, like I'm I'm not trying to like infantilize or insult these men. I'm literally saying that they have like softcore, like non-binary lesbian vibes. Like I think, I think Julian Baker looks like a 2023 NB lesbian. Yes. (laughs) That is so accurate. Wait, Owen 
Owen was beefy. I'm look. I know he was. And I met him at the basketball game, and there's a picture of us, and he's like, "There's six of him to one of me." <laughs> also, what is this actor's name again? Joe Manganiello. Isn't or he with something? Sophia he's Bar- from Vergara. He's on. He was on True Blood. I know that, or whatever. Vampire he's married thing. to he was Sophia like Vergara, which I feel like is also just like a power move Wild. for a man. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> He has, like, big himbo energy, yes. which I always support. Speaking of himbos, Nathan and Haley. Okay, yes. Let's talk about Nathan and Haley. <laughs> yeah, someone please tell me about this this straight so relationship Lane, yeah, that gets married in high school that we're in favor of. Okay, so Nathan and Haley are great because... So Nathan is the character that, like, you fucking hate for a while. He's, like, the sort of annoying hot guy, it guy, popular guy, whatever... But what I really like about his arc is that it was one of the first times that I saw the like popular guys actually pretty nice arc, like done really well and really slowly where like he fucks up a lot, but it, it's so interesting to me to watch a male character fuck up and learn something, especially in contrast to Lucas who seemed to fuck up all the time and was like always the victim. And so I just, I really, really loved him. And basically it was like, he starts trying to date Haley to get back at Lucas um because lucas and Haley are best friends and they like call Haley tutor girl she's like very nerdy and and smart but she like doesn't care about your bullshit like at all and so she she just like doesn't put pick up what he puts I mean, down like she, for so she sure looks like your typical high school nerd yeah for sure <laughs> yeah for <laughs> sure she's incredible just like she's me incredible. in high and, school you know <laughs> right right yeah and so eventually they date, but it's like this whole very slow thing of her being like, no, no, I think you're a dick. And like, it just takes a really long time. And then eventually they both, she has a very lonely upbringing. She has like a bunch of siblings and she's like the youngest or whatever. And her parents are like always off and gone. And Nathan's parents are like wealthy and sort of abstaining from parenting most of the time or being total assholes. And so I'm they sort of people. end up like, or murdering people. <laughs> they end up like sort of emancipating. He gets emancipated and they move in together and it leads to them getting married and having a baby and like sort of doing this whole crazy thing. Uh, that age, seems uh, what, like 18? 16, 17. Sure. They're young. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of those things where you're like, this is giving kids all the wrong lessons. Yeah, but yeah. in the context of it, there is at least a certain amount of like, oh, it, these kids feel like it's them against the world and they just want like a healthy, happy alternative. <laughs> and uh, they do it and they have a baby and he really like, it's just a very interesting in the world of CW sort of toxicity. It was like this very interesting study on like what it means to find your person and like work at it and communicate. And I think that's something that is probably why it seems like queer people love it so much because there's so much like good communication. And even when there is drama, they like, they really get into it. And I just like, I, I really love watching the like uh, slow, sl- slow burn of a relationship that started so quickly and has sort of has this very long growth. And it's like really, really awesome. And they're like the most um, consistent couple. Yeah, they're really good. I mean, they like, they break up because Haley goes on tour <laughs> But for her music, for her music career. career with Chris Keller, that Chris was his Keller, name. There we go. Yes. And but even then, I feel like they have an interesting mm-hmm. communication mm-hmm. about it. Like Nathan is mm-hmm. jealous and like they deal with that shit and whatever. But like mm-hmm. over the course of everything, like it's like he's like, I'm happy for you that you pursued your career. And like he stays home and takes care of their baby, doesn't he? Or do they? Yeah. And he. He ends up like also 
pursuing an MBA career and she like stays by his side, but they also sort of unpack that and what it means to be like, you know, your husband's very successful and you are the mom and like, how do we deal with that? And then his like career is over and he gets really angry and upset and like they do, they navigate that together. So I always hate when people are like, I just want this couple to be happy because I find that deeply boring, but they're a really good example of a couple that stays together pretty consistently, but has a lot of like really interesting drama. I agree. I fucking You love can them have together. drama without breaking up. Like it's yeah. possible. Yeah. Yes. I'm just I'm not a fan of just constant happiness. Well yes. sure. When people are like, they just deserve happiness. I'm like, that's not television. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean in terms of they're great. In terms of like what's queer about them, I do feel like I agree. Like there's first of all, they move super fast. Like <laughs> crazy fast. And they're like, we're together and we're in love. And then two like, I do feel like the way that they break down, like, gender roles, because, like, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Nathan was, he started out so, like, toxic masculinity. Yeah. And, like, he, like, weaves himself in. Like, he's still very masculine, but it is, yeah. like, he's working on, like, how to be, like, a good partner. Like, I don't know. I just feel like they yeah. they don't. Always. And Haley is so unimpressed by the masculinity. Yes. Like it means nothing to her. And like they, she, he really like just sort of slowly learns to be like emotional and vulnerable and they talk a lot and it's it's just really nice. It is. Even though they did get married at 16. <laughs> they did. They did. It is. And then to the thing, the other thing that's super gay about Haley in general is that she has only pretty much been with Nathan. I mean, Haley has... I also think she has wonderful chemistry with people. I think Bethany is like such a good actor. Um, and like, in, especially early in season one, when she's like so unimpressed by all of this drama and all of these men, it's always just like Peyton and Brooke being like, oh, Tudor girl. And like, this is gay. <laughs> this is gay. More gay stuff. Yes. And then too, so what? Because Haley and Peyton lived together for a bit. Haley Brooke. and Brooke lived together. When did and I'm trying to remember how that falls into her relationship with Nathan, but I know for a while Haley and Brooke lived together and they're very cute. Did they live together because he was off like, with the NBA while while she's married no, to was, the guy yeah well mm-hmm. she's been married to him the whole time they never are not it was married. during the Chris Keller season so they were broken up oh they're broken up yeah I'm like there's so much shit in this and then when they come back in season five when there's the time jump and Haley is like so incredibly like milfy and her like I have this great house Amazing. and my kids and my NBA star husband and I'm just like go yeah also just I feel like the fact that all the women in this show are so fucking hot is also just gay they're all beautiful. They're so, like, I think the fact that women are beautiful is gay. It's just gay. Like, how dare you? I mean, kind of. How dare you all be so attractive? I think attractive the fact that all the men are beautiful is gay. Is gay. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you have Chad Michael Murray on your show and I'm supposed to believe it's for straight people? Okay, okay. Chad Michael Murray wait. looks like a dice. Yes. So, so let's use that because I think the, the last thing that I want to talk about is you said you had a comment about Chad Michael Murray and my assumption that he's going to be a giant lesbian in this show. So let's, maybe let's, end on that on lucas scott being a lesbian yes tell me more tell <laughs> well, me what was, you meant by that it was actually it was a, the thing about my pilot is like i'm literally oh I'm that literally you're writing yes, 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 that you're because writing i was like 
this character so. who is like, I'm broody, but actually I'm really hot. And I don't know why. Like, it's like this whole, this whole thing where it's like this sort of self-inflicted lonerness to me is super queer. It's just like, yeah. I have to be alone because I am alone because the world hates me. And then the whole world is like, I mean, you're kind of hot. <laughs> and he's like, oh. Well, and you know, you know, what's always funny to me about shows like this. Like when I go back and look at some of these shows and I do always, I always interpret that kind of character as kind of dykey and i feel like i can't decide sometimes if i'm like do they actually have like gay vibes and gay characteristics and like we can always pick them apart and find them but sometimes i also feel like it's just anytime i watch a show and then you go back and be like okay so i'm supposed to believe that all of these girls are into this man does not compute like so to me (laughs) this man who looks like ellen yeah so like to me i can only make sense of this as if if I interpret it as like, so clearly it's because they think he's a lesbian, right? Like, sure. Okay. Yeah. Valid. And somehow none of them want to be with Nathan, who's the like, I'm the boy of yeah. the boys. Yes. <laughs> they all want to be with Lucas. Except for Haley, who's like not impressed by it. Who like realizes actually that Nathan's the better choice of the two. But one of the things that's also super gay about Lucas <laughs> is like, I feel like we all know this lesbian he falls in love with people in two fucking minutes. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. he also oh, yeah. throws... Gay, he gets a tattoo. He also throws them away in two minutes. Like, he is like... He's a shame. Lo- yeah. I get it. He's like, I'm in love with Brooke. And then he's like, eh, well, I'm sort of in love with Peyton, too. And then he's... What am I going to do about the fact that all these girls are yes, in love with like me? That's- and then, like, Brooke takes him out one night and he just gets a tattoo. Like, because Brooke said to. Yeah, like, he he does anything that a woman tells him to. And to be clear, it's a pretty <laughs> What is the tattoo? I forget. It's like the Chinese symbol for oh, love. No. Oh, really no. Oh, God. 2005. Why? Yeah, it's like bad lesbian decisions yeah. alley. Yeah. Like, it's just, I literally watched it and I was like, oh. oh. He also super hard falls in love with Anna, who is the bisexual yep. character. Who's bisexual. <laughs> okay. So, so listen, I, I, I don't want to cut anyone off. I don't want to, uh, you know... Do you do we have any last why why it should have been gay? Do you need any more? Is that <laughs> enough? Pretty, uh, I just I, if there's if there's anything else that you need to get off your chest, now is the time to do it before we go into ships. That's all. No, baby, that's it's it. Perfect. Okay, amazing. It's, then just, who are um, my, who are we yeah. shipping? Lane? Let's just talk about who we're shipping because all of them. I, I feel like I, I think I've already I've already made this clear, but it's like Brooke and Peyton. Yes. Brooke and Haley, yes. Peyton and Haley, yes. Peyton and Anna, yes. Brooke and Rachel, yes. We didn't even talk Excellent. about Brooke and Rachel. Peyton and Lindsay, in. <laughs> so, so hit us, hit us with some. Who do you want to pick first? And let's hit us with some ship names. Let's do Brooke and Peyton. Okay. People call Brayton. them Brooke. Oh, they, I think they, they, they have a have, ship name. Yeah, yeah, they all. But can it was twenty? But can we come up with a better one? I don't it's know. I mean, it was like the it was like the early aughts. Everyone had a ship name. There was there was Brayton and Brayley and Brucus. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Brooke is rough on ship names. I'll be honest. Brayton was the Brayton was that. And, yeah. Okay, and then wait, so that them. was so you said Brayton Brayley. What about Haley and Peyton? Do they have one? Hayton. <laughs> I mean, it should be Hayton. Hayton. I think it's Paley. Actually. Oh, Paley. But Paley, Paley, sure Paley in my uh, in my heart will always be from Pretty Little Liars. I mean, yeah, but it's P A L E Y. Oh, gotcha, so gotcha, different. gotcha. Very different, <laughs> and yet so true, all so true. The same. Um, yeah, the ship names can go on and on. So, but I think I mean we can all agree that One Tree Hill should have been gay. 
Should have been gay. In some in some way. Should have been gay. Or all the ways. Honestly, every way. All right. Lane, are you ready for our Q and gay? We're gonna ask you some yes or no and multiple choice questions. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, I guess. Q, 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 Q and, 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 and gay. gay. Question number one. Who is the gayest girl in Tree Hill? A Brooke, B Brooke. Peyton, C Haley, or D Anna? Already, oh, already decided. Brooke. Brooke. Brooke, that's my You're like, answer. I don't need I don't need choices. I've got Everyone thinks it's Peyton, and I think it's the answer so locked and loaded. I love it. Um Question two, who do you ship out of A, Brucus, B, Layton, C, Brayton, or D, Naley? These ship names, I got to tell you, these are not, these are rough. Yeah. It's it's definitely a toss up between Brayton and Naley. Like you can't force me to pick. Those are the the ones. Fair enough. (laughs) Your heterosexual ship is Naley and your queer ship is Brayton. Okay. Yeah. They're my heterosexual ship, like, of all time. Like, I don't want to I, I agree one. wholeheartedly. There's never been any other heterosexual couples on TV that That's I not ever true. wanted to watch. That's not true. Is we it? Want, yes, we want to watch Clance and Guy on A League of Their Own. And I love them. Oh, they are all. sweet. They are sweet. But Yeah, but it's but different. This, this is, is, like, like nine years yeah, of this commitment. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> different. This is, Yes. All right. Question number three. How many seasons of One Tree Hill did you get through? A, none. All of them. B, one, B, one <laughs> through three. C, four to six. Or D, all of them. All, all of them. Several times. I think times. what I really enjoy is sometimes we have people get so intimidated by the Q&A questions and you're just like, I'm ready. I have my wait, answers. Here they also, are. Also, this next I question, really, I have. I wait, respect that. Lee, this next question, I have to preface a few things because we didn't get to a few points. Okay. And I'll say them really fast. One. Peyton names her baby after Brooke. Okay. Got baby it. is named Sawyer, Brooke, whatever Lucas's last name is. Scott. Scott. And there's another moment where Brooke writes all her insecurities on a mirror and Peyton like erases them all and writes all the things that she loves about Brooke on the mirror. Yes. Okay. Yep. So, so with that with that in mind, question four. What is your favorite Brayton moment out of A the lawn fight? B, naming the baby after her. C, the mirror of insecurities. Or D, the wedding vows. E, none of the above. It is when they both fight Psycho Derek together. Mm, when they Amazing. kill a man. But if I had to pick out of those, the lawn okay. fight. Okay. You just, you like, you like them fighting. You that like them a lawn, little physical, huh? That lawn fight, that has to be like one of the... It's just funny. It's, it's so quotable. Hilarious. It's so funny. So I know we've brought this back to Glee like six times and I've we've been talking about Quinn and Rachel. I was a big Quintana shipper. Mm. Like my real ship of ships was Quinn and Santana. Like I love the like friend frenemies, fighting friends. Like that's my like, that's it for listen, me. And listen, so like we are the Quinn and Santana. We are recording this the day after Valentine's Day, which is a sacred Quintana holiday. Quintana yeah. holiday. Yes. And and there's that like incredible Quinn and Santana hallway fight that I like my my best friend and I will quote it like just rapid fire like it's disgusting <laughs> and so to me like that's the lawn fight it's like it has that like amazing it's great that's great cool. question number five who is the gayest boy in Tree Hill A Lucas B Nathan C Mouth which we never even talked about oh, and D mouth. Dan who we also didn't talk about because Dan. Depends on like what we're saying with gayest. Cause I would say like Lucas looks like a lesbian. Mm. Also, Chad Michael Murray looks like a twink, so it could go either way. 
But as we've discussed, Nathan has that like beautifully queer communication that he learns that to me is like, I want to claim him. Does, for me. does Chad Michael Murray, I think, doesn't he look like he could be a character on Queer as Folk? Like, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. he'd fit right in. Yes. But so he, he, him and every blonde man in 2010, like him and Jesse McCartney. <laughs> so true. Jesse so McCartney, true. Beautiful boy. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful soul. Beautiful face. Beautiful soul. All of it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. Lane, thank you so much for hanging out with us and talking about the Thank you. This is great. For giving me a One Tree Hill primer of I still don't think I have any idea what happened on this show, but I I'm convinced it's Go watch it. You should I'm gonna DM you some scenes. Like out of just do it. At least the I'm ready. Or like when we when this like gets posted, I'm gonna be like, follow up here all my gayest scenes of One Tree Hill. Send them. Send them. For when Sophia Bush inevitably likes the scene. <laughs> Sophia Bush listens to this whole podcast. Sophia, listen, if you ever want to come on and do an episode, Please we're here, okay? Come. We got you. you. We got you. I'll even come yes. on it. <laughs> um, Lane, tell our listeners or Sophia Bush where they can find you on all the social media. already knows. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I have Lane Morgan on all the social medias, both Twitter and Instagram and on my birth certificate. <laughs> I was like, all the social medias, there's only two. Uh, I mean, I'm also Lay Morgan 13 on Spotify if you're feeling Whoa. really crispy. Exciting stuff. Do you have a one tree uh, no, playlist? That's about it. I don't. You should. I know. I, okay. I have a playlist of like songs that would have made me cry if I was watching TV in 2013, which is effectively a one tree hill playlist. I have playlists for my show which are effectively playlists. Playlists. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. so i also when i'm writing i wrote a spec for legacies that was like set in high school in a high in a regular high school and not like a magical high school and when i was writing it i literally spotify searched the one tree hill soundtrack and that's what nice. i listened to the entire time for inspiration which is an incredible you don't you just go to the one tree hill soundtrack on spotify and it's like gajillions of songs long and it will just make you feel like you've transported done the time warp yeah. it's so good I'm here for it um any other projects that you have coming up you've got your script that you're working on for gay i think i've already talked enough about it <laughs> but but yeah no i'm doing that um uh mostly just uh I'm, I'm pitching that and a couple other things i can't talk about so you just have to wait and Secrets. see Secrets. <laughs> very exciting yeah. thank you so much what a thank you guys serious blast from the past <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. This was so great. Let me hear you say hip, 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 well, yeah. We love hearing from you and building community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And we would like to shout out Chris, who sent us a lovely email about how much they've been enjoying the show and also really pushing for us to watch Warrior Nun, which all of you have. And I will say, I don't know what it was, but this was the tipping point for me. Maybe it was a league of their own getting canceled, quote unquote. I'm going to say it's canceled, even though I know we get four seats, four episodes. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the show. So I started watching it. I agree. It's a great show. I'm going to keep watching it. I'll let you know what I think. But Chris was saying that um, Warrior Nun is like such a Dykes in Shining Armor also. Yes. Yes. So. And yes. it, we we are going to do a Essentials on it, everyone. Like, don't don't worry. Don't stress. OK, yes. we're going to do it. We promise we'll get there. We will. Um, we also want to shout out Chloe, who reached out to us on Instagram to tell us that they just found the show and are really enjoying it. And also pitching a should have been gay on when Marnie was there, which I know nothing about, but it is now on our list. Well, um, I looked. I looked it up. It's like a Japanese animated film. 
So the story is about Anna Sasaki basically like goes to stay with relatives in this town and comes across a nearby mansion where she meets Marnie, a mysterious girl who promises, who says, you have to keep my secrets. So it's like these two Amazing. girls. It's a summer love story, like beaches. Yes. <laughs> just like beaches. I mean, I don't think it's just like beaches, but you know what I mean? Summer great. love story vibes. I'm into it. Great, great, great. I also just love that like we are over 100 should have been gays in and like we're still getting suggestions hit that em. like we hit me. Not, don't, not only don't have on our list, but like have never heard of. And I'm like, this is it's great. We'll never st- we'll never stop. We cannot be stopped. No one can <laughs> stop us. <laughs> no one can stop us. As always, we want to thank our lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Tanya Ferguson, Sarah and Julia, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye. Adi Benitez, Fiona W., and Sophia Phillips. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Andrea Doucette, and Julia Gonzalez. Thank you all so much. We could not keep doing this show without all of your support and the support of all of our patrons. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Let's Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up every week. We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. Les Hangout is an independently produced show. It's hosted by us with audio production by Ellie. Our production assistant is Krista Murison, and Twitter shenanigans and various other things are done by me. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest way to do that is to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. We love hearing what you have to say, and it helps other people say, hey, maybe that's a show that's worth listening to, because we are. <laughs> if you want to join our Patreon, you get access to our Discord chat, you get access to ad-free episodes, our bonus Patreon episodes, and our Les Essentials watch parties. We are going to be having our next one on March 25th to watch Summerland. You can find all of that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, it is never too early to get your pride gear at bit.ly slash lesshop. We got all kinds of teas, tanks, totes that are going to tell everyone, look at me, I'm gay. <laughs> Remember, we also have a queer production company making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings. You can find us everywhere at Dollar Bean Prod. Or at our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. You can check out all of the episodes from our first show, The Flame. They are available on any podcasting app. And if you want to help support us in making more musicals, you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out, out.